following very, very special program is brought to you in lively black and white on NBC. Oh, a rare, rare budgetary slip-up yeah. on a Friday. We don't have enough money to come to you in color today. I apologize. Oh, well, we took a lot of that up yesterday. Yeah. So. We did. I, I was That's like, right. girl, Alexis, did you spend the petty cash at Junk Bonanza? Yeah, seriously. Oops. <laughs> yeah, where is that? Was it Holly, me? That's, yeah. Holly, that's a good question. Where is our Jason and Alexis in the morning uh, petty cash envelope? Oh. Did you see it, Holly? No, I. you know, it's I, gone missing. Yeah. Oh, wow. What are you talking about? We have a petty we, cash. <laughs> we had it We had it Wednesday. This is now Friday. What happened between Wednesday and Friday? Oh, that's right. Alexis at Junk Bonanza. Yeah. Well, I did find some goodies. I bet you did. Going petty on cash. today and tomorrow. If you'd like to stop at Junk Bonanza at Canterbury Park, it's such a fun treasure hunt. Mm-hmm. Especially if you have petty cash. Especially yeah. if you've got some extra cash in an yeah. envelope unmarked. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. I went to town. I know. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the second hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly. It is the 1st of December, 2023. Yes! Uh, we are in black and white, and I got to tell you, I, I, I'm, 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 I think I'm poking the bear purposely a little bit. And when I say the bear, uh, Lex, I don't know if you were with me. I think you were. Uh, I ran into a mother and a just an adorable uh, kid, probably around eight, nine, and I guess... They they run some errand, maybe at school. I don't know what it is. I don't have a kid. But they do something around the top of the 7 o'clock hour. And they're always listening to us at the same time. And the mother and son make a little bet every morning Aww. on whether or not we're going to come to them in color or black and white. Uh, the kid loves that little jingle. Now, what's funny is he has no idea what NBC is. He has no idea what, what that comes from. But anyway, That's fine. He'll figure it's, it out. It's, he'll eventually figure it out. But anyway. That's um, so cute. So he, they make a little mom-son bet every morning of what we're going to play. Are we going to be in color today or are we going to be in black and white? So we're rarely ever what in black and white on Fridays. So I, wa- I wanted to try to I wanted to try to uh, I purpose I mix it up a little bit today, so that's why we're. It's a rare Friday black and white presentation. Yeah. So well, mom we kind of have grays and blacks on. So we do. I know. have my rainbow shirt, but yeah. Other than that, yeah. yeah Kermit, Kermit the Frog. Anyway, hey everybody. Uh, now we didn't get to this yesterday because we were too busy uh, making fun of Alexis for a good I don't know 40, 50, 55 minutes. But um, it wasn't necessary to call B. Arthur our boss. Absolutely it was. Are you kidding me? Um, but we didn't get to this story that Alexis has been so excited for Holly oh. to tell us about. Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, we're going to do a segment we sometimes do, usually with Alexis, but today we're going to do it with Holly. It's called, Why the Hell is oh. This on the Show Sheet? And these four words together, what? Holly, what four words have you written on our show sheet today? Spider eggs in tow. Ew. <laughs> Like behind you? No. Oh, no. man. Not in a radio flyer, Alexis. <laughs> no. Not even in a wheelbarrow. No. Nope. T-O-E. And your big mm, toe. No. What? Cullenburg. Spider eggs yeah. in your big toe. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Please tell us. We got to talk about a guy named Colin Blake. Okay. And he noticed his toe... It turned purple and started no. to swell. No. And he was like, gee, something is wrong. Now, 
when this happened to Colin, he was on a cruise. You know, he's on vacation and <sighs> minding his business, having some fun. Maybe he stubbed his toe or, you know, he was at the sandals stop and got a little sand <sighs> in there. Not a big deal. Ooh. Okay. Well, we flip flops. Colin Blake mm. noticed his sto- a toe started to change color. And he went to the ship's doctor to get it checked out. Okay. This is where he was informed by the ship's doctor that he had been bitten by a Peruvian wolf spider. And that Peruvian wolf spider not only bit Colin's toe, but had laid eggs in it. Oh my goodness. So those eggs survive under, like, inside a toe? Yeah. So were they starting to hat? Oh no, oh. they were just in the toe. Now the ship's medical team cut nope. open Colin Blake's toe, letting out nope. pus. Oh great! The fluid reportedly looked like it contained leaves, which actually turned out to be spider eggs. Little leaves. Little leaves. That's what the spider eggs look like. Oh, that's oh wow. Okay. The spider N- eggs meet water. Uh, yeah, meet what? <laughs> no. <laughs> According to the BBC, Colin was bitten by this wolf spider while he and his wife were having a meal outside. <laughs> so they were just dining al fresco. And uh, he said he didn't even feel the spider bite him. Now, apparently, wow. these Peruvian wolf spiders, now, I, I will tell you. I don't mean to interrupt you, Holly. I don't even, I got to tell you, I don't enjoy anything about this. Uh, uh, I don't enjoy that P word that you said earlier. <laughs> I don't enjoy the name of the spider. I, I nothing against Peruvians, but. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm telling you. Ugh. Now, this cruise, now, by the way, you wouldn't think about Peruvian wolf spiders. Colin and his wife were dining in France. So he got bitten by this Peruvian wolf spider that had traveled all the way from South America in a cargo ship and landed in Marseille, France, and bit this guy's toe. Now, apparently Peruvian wolf spiders numb their prey before laying eggs, so Colin didn't even feel the bite on his toe. He's, like the Arthur. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just numb it, a little numbing agent. You're never, you're never going to feel it, and then... Hi- now, Colin yeah. <laughs> yeah, said that my wife thought it may be because I had new sandals and they were rubbing on my big toe and that was causing it to be red. Oh, girl, any Crocs. Uh, yeah. Crocs have uh, uh, that problem. Uh, no, you, you know, you uh, know what's causing those problems? They're spider eggs, meatwad. That's right. Yeah. Did they just chop his toe off or? Well, no, they just cut it and then they released the pus. Okay, not they- that word again. <laughs> <laughs> and then the leaf eggs came out of it. Now I he, don't like that either. No. Now the oh, sweat. That, so it's full recovery. Yeah, and he was given antibiotics by the hospital. Oh. He is expected to make a full recovery. But now he lost his his nail. But here's the deal. Yeah. Uh, Colin set to make a full recovery after uh, the initial discovery, but he noticed something weird with his toe again when he got back home. Oh no, they didn't get them all. Yeah, he later learned that doctors missed a spider egg when cleaning out the fluid from his toe. Oh. And then doctors cut open Blake's toe again and removed a spider that had hatched in his toe. It was dead, though, because it was killed by the antibiotics. Ew. He said one of the spider eggs hadn't been flushed and must have hatched. They believed the spider was making its way out, eating its way out of his toe. Ew. 
This is uh, fundamentally, uh, absolutely <laughs> one of the worst segments we've ever done on this show. No, I, I, I feel but, sick, sicker than I do. But Colin has a good sense of humor about it. He said, I did ask if I could keep it, but they said no. What, and shadow box it? What do you do yeah. with it? <laughs> Spider that's been trying to bite through your skin. What do you do? Look, put it, I guess you could put it in resin. You got to check your fruit. You got to check your business. Because this isn't the first story that I recall. Oh, gosh, there's more. Where spiders have been shipped from Central South America okay. from their natural homes, and then they end up. There was a whole grocery store in Germany or somewhere in Europe wait, that wait, had wait. to be shut down because there was a poisonous spider that made its way from one continent to the other. Speaking of checking fruit, isn't uh, on a boat, isn't Bradley on a cruise right now? We should check him before he returns. He sure is. And he is going to places, I believe, where Mm -hmm. uh, Peruvian wolf spiders may or may not Uh, make their way around. Oh, gosh. Closed toe shoe. Uh, Hazmat. Steel toe work boots. Yeah, (laughs) on the beach. (laughs) From one fruity patootie to another, I'm calling him. He needs to be checked before he returns. I'm telling Dawn, too. Don't let that man back in. Bradley is on a boat right now. (laughs) This happy place. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. But not if there's a Peruvian spider on his little toe, oh. on his little Bradley toe. I think oh. the worst is that they missed the egg and then the spider hatched in his toe and oh. was trying to work its way through his flesh to get out oh of his toe. I, there, Holly, there, oh. I love you. There, has, there, there hasn't been a, a few, oh. sentence, there, few sentences that you have said that I have enjoyed uh, in this segment. Yeah, same. But I wonder oh. if his toe's all jacked up. Okay. Did they make an incision on the side? No, we're not going to go into that. We'll, no. Yeah, we're going to take a break. We're going to take a break. I'm going to go be sick. Um, when we come back, we're checking in with Squid Game. Alexis is uh, watching it as well. Yeah, midseason oh. check. Welcome back, everyone. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Let's do a midseason check-in on a show, and that show is Squid Game the Challenge. It's a little boob tube bonanza. Uh, what's on the boob tube? Boob tube! You watched television last night? I like to watch TV. Saddle up, it's the boob tube bonanza. I'd like to get paid to sit on my ass and watch TV. With Jason and Alexis. We've got a bonanza for you. We do this as a public service for y'all. Mm-hmm. We'll start a show, we'll review it, and sometimes we... Keep going and give you a little mid-season check-in to tell you if it's still good or if we've ditched out and should you ditch out, should you start it to begin with. We're going to do that today with Squid Game, the challenge on Netflix. This is the game show kind of version, the reality show version of the hit drama. Ladies first, as always, Lex, talk to us. How well, are you feeling? Where are you? Blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, well, I'm definitely past mid-season. I've watched all of it that was available yesterday. I did because uh, more dropped on Wednesday. Yeah. So, of what I think I watched four episodes yesterday. Oh my god, girl! So there's one more, the finale. Uh, you know, I'm in from the get. I can't yeah. stop watching this. Oh man, the second batch of these episodes, the decisions that people make in a group when you are under this immense pressure. Look, the winner of this game wins a cash prize of four point five six million dollars yeah this is the largest jackpot in reality tv history so there's a lot riding on this and then the next so 
I gosh, the way that they do the episodes is pretty brilliant as well. They'll be within a game within the challenge, and they'll just three quarters of the way into the game, they'll stop the episode and then roll into the next one. So sometimes it's just it just keeps going because you, you want to know the finale of this uh-huh. game. Who wins it? Uh, that happened to me last night, and I wanted to go to bed. But yeah. Yes, and then you just keep rolling through. You just can't stop. Nope. Oh, and then there's just some characters too that you know, as a group, they've made a decision, like the bridge. You know, the, so the, in the original Squid Game, you have to either pick the left or the right block, and one will be a sturdy part of the bridge, and the other you'll fall through, and then of course you fall through, you're out of the game. I'm not to that game yet. Okay, well, I won't, I'm I won't, one before. Okay, I won't give away you know the results, but from the original, that was one of the games, and they mirror yeah. what happens in the show. There's a few different things, but um, sorry, I had to cough there for a second. Um, there's, you know, as a group, they decide we're gonna do, we're gonna play this way, and one person goes astray, and then you wonder what happens. Will there be consequences later on, and what eventually happens? Mm-hmm. And that to me is just the most fascinating thing about this game. It's just how people behave in groups under this type of pressure. Yep. And what I would do, what you would do. Do we have friends, foes? Do we form alliances? I guess it's also the appeal of like Survivor. Yes. Um, all of those type of shows. So, you know, if, if you are into anything remotely like that, you are going to love Squid Game The Challenge. Where are you, Jace? I am. I am right before the bridge. I am in the challenge. Where they go, uh, four contestants have to go up to a jack-in-the-box. And they have to pick, they have to stand in front of a jack-in-the-box. And the jack-in-the-box can pop out and have, uh, like, a sign that says you're immediately eliminated. Or you now have to eliminate three people. Um, I will tell you, we ended, we went to bed right after the resolution of that. And I look, I'm looking at this through the lens of a, of a, of a dude. I did not like the woman who was systematically taking out guys just because they were guys. She a kind of look. Oh, I read I, that completely different. Oh, I don't I didn't I think did it had not, to do with gender at all. Oh, I absolutely did. And really? so did my husband. Yes, I surely did. Oh, inter- I thought it was just more just getting ready of an alliance and anyone with an advantage. No, because what she said in her interview, her her um, her testimonial or her uh, confessional was was she basically showed her cards. She did not like kind of I don't want to use the, it's overly dramatic to say the patriarchy, but she did not like how some of the guys were forming alliances and that they were kind of possessing all the power, according to her in the group in the room, which I actually fundamentally disagreed with. Mm. I think the leader of the other I think the woman who leads the other um, alliance yeah. holds the power anyway. Interesting. I, I, I did not like her. Okay. I found her to be the villain of that game. Um, 37,000 feet, though, that's just uh, didn't need to get very specific about a specific game. But mm-hmm. overall, I am hooked. The hook is in my mouth. I am a giant, <laughs> yes. giant orange roughy. I have a hook in my mouth, and that hook is this show. 
Squid Game the Challenge has me. And yeah. I don't always love these type of survivor, big bro. I don't always like these shows. This one has captivated me. Yes. I really, and it's the way it's produced. Well, I that, see you producers. I oh, see you. I brilliant. see what you do. And, but if we're going to get myopic and go right into a game. Yeah. Uh, what I found brilliant is the original game that wasn't in the show that they brought to the series. And that's real life battleship. Oh my God. I love that episode. Yeah. That was thrilling. That and well, first was, of all, I was happy about someone going home in that game, and you know who it is, Lex. Yeah, I, yep, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> and then who you know as a group, who you pick to be the leader, who's going to step up, when is the right time to step up? Because sometimes when you're the leader, you're you're automatically safe for the next challenge. Other times, you're up for elimination in a big way. Now, I'm very curious as you keep watching. I wonder if you're going to watch through the weekend because. I didn't see a gender thing with what your example, yeah. but later on that becomes very pivotal. Oh. Panda, yeah. Lex, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah, yeah. Panda just texted yeah. or she just sent you us got a mail. We'll, oh. we'll, we'll, we'll tie it up with this. Mm-hmm. We're talking Squid Game, the challenge on Netflix. I this get is, my Twitter open. This is what Pan, Platinum Panda just t- uh, tweeted us about that show and about what we just said about our conversation. Yeah. I watched all of the episodes. The bridge game made me so angry, and the game after, it also made me angry because everyone must have completely forgotten about it. I'm not too surprised by who the final three are. And then to what I just said about the -the jack-in-the-box game, she said, oh, man, the last episodes, Jace, are going to piss you off. Spoiler. Yeah. Spoiler, everybody. A woman tried to last ditch a... uh, What? To make... I don't know. I, I can't understand what she said. Anyway. Huh? Okay. It annoyed her. And she thinks it's going to annoy me on Squid Game the Challenge. I yeah, I, I know okay. exactly who she's talking about, and I completely agree, Panda. Okay. Oh, it's fascinating. I'm hooked. And there's Squid just Game. one more episode too, so you know we were gonna figure out who wins very shortly. Now, let's see when that will that be. I was just looking that up. Okay, so the victor will be unveiled on December sixth, so in five days. Okay. Yeah, Wednesday. But. Uh, Oh, okay. Five days. Yep. Let's move Ditch, Date, or Dabble to the top of the uh, third hour. We'll continue yes. our TV talk. Yeah, let's continue our TV talk when we uh, when we come back. Uh, Send us your murder- threesomes. What? Send us your threesomes. Oh, that's right. Hello, Starting Jason. Now. Yeah. It's my first day here at my talk. <laughs> I don't know how to tease things. Uh, send us your threesomes uh, via email or the Twitter. When we come back, a murder at the end of the world. Alexis goodness hi everybody i'm so i well i'm excited every day but i'm very excited about red cow right now because if you are looking for the most festive place to go this weekend you have to go to the red nose room what is the red nose room well it is red cow uptown transformed the entire red cow uptown has been transformed into the red nose room Thousands of Christmas decorations shoved and beautifully decorated. They spent 18 hours decorating Red Cow Uptown. They, I mean, there isn't a square inch that isn't festive. And Santa's favorite cocktail uh, elf, Ian Lothar, has created festive holiday cocktails just for the Red Nose Room. Now, you can only experience the Red Nose Room at Red Cow Uptown. So trust me, this weekend, you're getting your friends together, you want to be festive, 
jump on a reindeer, and head to the Red Nose Room. And now on Jason and Alexis in the Morning, a message from our sponsor. From, like, the 70s or 80s. On Beauty and the Beast, just the thought of what can never be is love enough. It's the rarest kind of love. Then on Dallas, guess who's really behind the battle for Southport? You want to ruin JR, you hit him from all sides. And on Falcon Crest. What does a girl have to do to get a date with you, Lance? I couldn't possibly guess. Friday. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Well, let me tell you, uh, in the 80s, everyone wanted a date with Lance, uh, Lorenzo Lamas. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Hello, hair. Lorenzo. Oh, it, well, on his chest. Is that the hair you're referring oh, well, to? Yeah. I mean, everywhere, yeah. Everywhere, yeah. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Welcome back, everyone. That was a throwback commercial from 1988. Uh, Friday night lineup on CBS. It was uh, Alexis's favorite, Catherine. <laughs> uh, the TV version of Beauty and the Beast, followed by Dallas and Falcon Crest. I loved that show so much. I know you did. Oh, sad it only made like a season and a half, but. That's all right. Yeah. Linda Hamilton from Terminator was oh, in it. Yes, Catherine. The Beast lived in the subway of New York. He yeah. had basically a condo down there, girl. He had a wine cooler. Oh, it was yeah. Probably rent controlled, too. There was. <laughs> it was. Totally. Look at Monica's apartment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're glad you're here. I played that for a reason because we're continuing our TV talk. Ditch, date, or dabble. Uh, we'll uh, start our third hour. So get your threesomes into us. Yeah. Uh, email or uh, Twitter us right now. And we'll tell you if we're going to ditch, date, or dabble them a little bit later. Uh, what is a, a murder at the end of the world? You watched that, Lex? I did. I watched a couple episodes. It's on Hulu. It is from the same team who created the OA, Brit and Val, or Zal. Oh, okay. Um, it is a mystery thriller, and they're kind of simultaneously telling two stories or two mysteries at the same time. The first one is of Darby, who is an author, and basically what happened in her book and her childhood. And then at the same time, her book has been published, and she gets an invitation from a billionaire to go to a retreat in Iceland. And she's so intrigued because he's not, she is not only fascinated by him, he's a tech guru or mogul, but also his wife, Lee, who is played by Brit, uh, who is also in the OA and also the creator of it. And... Um, so, of course, the intrigue alone, she says, yeah, Darby's like, yeah, I'm going to go on this. Maybe I can sell some books. And then she sits down at the table. There's there's like 12 of them that were picked. And the person sitting right across from her is an old friend of hers who happens to also be in her book because it was kind of an adventure mystery that they were solving together. And then pretty quickly, I mean, with the, in the first two episodes, they really set up even a, another mystery. Um, so I'm in lowercase in, I was going to say you, I'm I'm not sensing confidence in your voice. I'm in because I, the chemistry between the characters, I'm, I'm really kind of digging where they're going and the curiosity of like, what did, what, what story did she tell in her book? Because like you said, they're, they're kind of doing it at the same time. We don't know the story quite yet. And maybe the connection, like why they were together and so that I'm in for that for sure. And then, of course, what happens at this ret- retreat. The thing that I have a little trepidation is that I see the previews for, you know, just the, the you know, just the season at large. And I don't want it to go the way of the OA convoluted oh, well, oh, and too woo woo. 
Oh, God. And because it's the same people, I'm a little bit afraid. Oh, God. Remember the OA, Lex? Oh, God. Especially the second season. Oh, Lord. Oh. I tried to block it out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. Um, But I will give it at least another episode. And um, the curiosity, the mystery of it alone has got me at least to want to keep going. Okay. You didn't sell me on this one, Lexa Lulu. Not that you're trying, but I don't I, think I, this I, is for you guys. I really okay. don't. The trailer looked intriguing because they've been heavily putting this trailer during season five of Fargo. And oh, I'm like, oh, right. Okay, well, this looks interesting. Oh. But now, uh, oh, the premise. You guys are a little. You're out a little bit. Feeling that way? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I kind of went into it. Yeah, I saw a few things about it. I thought, okay, well, let's just see. You know, because I Iceland. You know, I love Iceland. Yeah. And just that alone, being a character that. The terrain, the culture, love that. You and do you love do Iceland, see that. yeah. Oh, yeah. You do see, like, a, like they, they stay in a place. It's like this hotel that this billionaire has made. There's a blue lagoon. You know, so you, you've got that um, healing water. And so there's just a lot of that, which, I you know, is intriguing. And I love mysteries. So you do. in that way, I really want to know what's going to happen. And, and I'm hoping that it will be a fun journey. But, uh I'll watch a little bit more this weekend and get back. But, you know, okay. so far, so good. I mean, they've set up an intriguing enough story to keep going. I'm, I'm wondering, my talkers, if you're further into it, a murder at the end of the world on Hulu, uh, you know. What do you without think? spoilers, let us know what you think. Yeah. Well, one more piece of TV news. Uh, I'm very excited that the Academy and ABC has listened to Jason and Alexis in the morning. Oh, yeah? Yes. Because... Every time we do a post-mortem on the Academy Awards, on the Oscars, we always list this as a um, something they should do to fix, quote, fix the show. Mm-hmm. They are finally doing it, and that is starting the damn thing an hour earlier. Yes! Oh, yeah! <sighs> Thank goodness. Oh. So the Academy Awards will now start our time at six o'clock, mm-hmm. that dreadful ABC produced red carpet show will now only be a half hour. Thank, Bye. thank you, Jesus. Bye. Well, they can really produce some quality little no, nuggets. Okay, but, but uh, what I'm saying is, is that you know they're not like worried about that the full red carpet. You know, they can give the highlights. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I'm more but hopeful than you are. <laughs> they, you are. I love to see uh, what people wear on the red carpet. I know you do. Go to E because uh, they ABC needs to take this show uh, out in the back. And oh, there no. we go. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> take it in the back. No. Not we the used to Oscars do... pre-show. No. Take it in the back oh. like my papa used to <laughs> with the squirrels. No, no, no. Uh, but no, they're starting the Academy Awards at six. And I don't know why it took them. Mm. I don't know why it took ABC and the Academy all these years to figure this out. Uh, they're treating it like the Super Bowl, meaning yes. they're u- they're using the Oscars to launch or to propel a show after it. So Abbott Elementary will likely come on around nine thirty, and we'll get one heck of a lead in. Yes, because they're anticipating the Oscars ending around nine thirty. Oh, that's yeah. good. Oh, love it. Yes. Love it. it. Love it. It needs to be live everywhere because the Oscars telecast, if you're watching on Pacific time, man, let it start at four in the afternoon. That's fine. That's yes. fine. Oh. Let it start. So there we go. Thank you, ABC. Thank you, Brilliant. Academy. We love you.
Uh, hey, Holly D. Roberts. Yeah. I have a question for you. Yep. Would you like me to ask that question? Of course. Should we give something away? Oh, we're going to give away not only something, but two somethings right oh now. Oh, my God. Can we handle that? I what? think so. Yes. Oh. Lex. Oh, my God. Oh, we love giving out prizes. What I you know. got? Oh, gird your loins because we've got two four packs of tickets to attend Glow Holiday Festival open now through December 31st at CHS Field, 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. on select evenings to four-pack of tickets. Now, two winners are going to win those four-pack of tickets. You've got to call, though, 651-641-1071. Seventh and eighth caller going to win a four-pack of tickets to attend Glow Holiday Festival at CHS Field, open now through the end of the month. Coming up next, usually we complain that products aren't made like they used to, but Alexis wants to tell you about one product that's too good. What is it? You'll find out when we come back. One of our throwbacks, Leanne Rhymes. How do I live? Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. This is stupid. Sorry you feel that way. Uh-oh. Put the clipboard we, down. We like our show. Cut the crap. Uh-oh. Okay. What are we playing the, right now? I thought we were doing this, some radio. What's up, cornhole? We're doing, yeah, this is the cornhole lady. Why is she on at yeah, us? This is absolutely ridiculous. Sorry, cornhole lady. Hmm. Welcome back. I'm Chase with Lex and Holly. Ditch, date, or dabble's coming up. Send us your threesomes. We'll tell you if we're going to ditch them, date them, or dabble them. Coming up. Uh, Send us an email via our show page at mytalk1071.com. Usually, uh, when we do maybe like a just saying or something, uh, we complain about a product that, you know, uh, just ain't. They don't make them like they used to, Charlotte. Um, But this is the opposite, right, Lex? Yeah, they they need to stop making this product too good. (laughs) So three and four year olds, you know, have a four year old. He's they're obsessed with poop, pee, farts. You know, they're all about it, right? Mm-hmm. And every day when we pick him up from daycare, there's always a daily accident report. And poor Mikey, he had five accidents yesterday at school. Oh, so um. sad. Oh, and but right away he's like, but it's okay. We all have accidents, and I'm like, yeah, we do. It's okay. I'm even thinking, even now, I'm still on accidents once in a while. <laughs> don't laugh too hard, Alexis. Don't laugh, don't laugh too hard. Right now, don't yeah, laugh I don't right want to ignite oh, yeah. my walking ammonia and uh, other things. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, so poor Mikey, yeah, he's, he he had five accidents yesterday. And so, you know, it's is so this a true story, little Mikey. Is this a, is this a code for something? Or? No, no, no. This is one of his classmates oh, little Mikey, who had okay. five accidents. And so oh, it's, my God. it's it, you know, or, you know, it's a different kid. Yeah. Who has something, you know, Shredded Wheat might have had some other things, too. I forgot what Shredded Wheat's real name is, but that's what I'm going to forever call him. Yeah. Anyway, uh, my friend, who also has a child about the same age, she is uh, potty training her daughter as well. And we were talking about it. They're making diapers too good. How do you mean? What, I, Meaning a- we need, like, I, I, I'm actually contemplating whether I should start doing, like, some cloth diapering. Just to get the potty training like really underway, you look at these pull-ups. You know they're in their favorite characters, right? They're wicking. They smell good. They're convenient. I mean, even for me, sometimes I hate changing diapers, but it is very nice. When, you know, if they're not running, like I gotta go, I gotta go, and you have like half a second to get them on the toilet. 
I'm also learning that I'm kind of getting played as well because he's you doing it. Told us, yes. He's, he's still doing it at school now. Number twos are very scary, but um, you know he's still getting on the toilet and he's trying at home. That never changes, by the way. <laughs> spoiler right, alert. Holly. Spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert to your son. Uh, number twos will always be scary. They're always scary. Separate, yeah, always. Yeah. You just never know. You're you right. Never know. Yeah. Um. So, and we were talking about it because it is so true. They're they're like so whisking that they don't feel any moisture at all. Oh. So of course you're gonna want to stay in your diaper. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hell, I would. I mean, you know. Right. At this point, we might, too. I might be wearing one right now. <laughs> I might be going right now. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I would you never, have a you would never know. How many I accidents do. are you going to have? I don't know. I have, I have many suits here. I could. I have a lot of suits I could change into. Oh, yeah. It's I just, I, I got to tell you, Lex, yeah. out, of all the, out of all the problems that we try to solve, yeah. out of all the problems that we bring, bring up on this show, I just never thought. That we would be talking about diapers being too good. Yeah. That they remove moisture too well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never thought about this either until she mentioned this. And I thought, you know what? You are so right. They're feeling nothing on their butt. So they're not feeling like, oh, I need to, you know, the urgency of I've got I've to get to the toilet. Also, too, I want to make sure that everybody knows I've changed the names of the children. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you know, God, I like, yeah, you know, like, you know, Mikey's yeah. always, you know, willing to try the cereal. So that's yeah. why I picked him. Uh-huh. And then there's shredded wheat, which I legit thought the kid's name was until I realized it wasn't. So you're going to name all of his cohorts after breakfast cereals. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah. Lucky Charms, you know. Yeah. That one's actually doing it. And I think, you know, there's well, there's some kids who are leading the way, you know, because now we're trying to say how cool the underwear is. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, we're trying to be like, look, you got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle underwear. And now yeah, you don't want skid marks on Michelangelo now, do you? <laughs> nope. Sure don't. <laughs> Cowabung no. I, Holly, you just killed oh, Alexis. Yeah, Congratulations, Lex. I'm sorry. Congratulations. <laughs> Holly, you just killed her. I mean, she's, she's barely breathing. You know what? She's got yeah. a good life insurance policy. We're going to be fine. Just, yeah. You're, you're, you're taking her out here. Oh, man. Whew. Okay. Uh... Is anybody, yeah, Holly, so we're trying we... to figure that out. You know, just trying to make it cool because the other kids are wearing the, the underwear. Now it's a it's a up with the underwear on I, top. But you know, this weekend I, I we might just free ball. I'm thinking I, about doing that. That's one way to do it. I'm just learning so much because I, I you know I didn't breed. I don't I don't have offspring. Yeah, I, you, right. you have to can you have to convince them that underwear is a good thing? Well, no, they think it's cool. They, oh, okay. he, or he's already there, but Bad the diaper underwear. does such a good job. Yeah. That sometimes I'll just double it up. All of a sudden, I'll, I'll see him and he's got his diaper with his underwear on top. Oh. Instead of, instead of, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, I uh, I have learned something. Yeah. I, so I don't know if there's like a, if there's, maybe there's, this already exists, Jace. Like a, what? Holly, like a diaper that's like uncomfortable oh. for potty training, you know? Well, what, get like, a generic like, one. Yeah. Get like the, with the white packaging that, Black font that just says diaper. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, just it's right next to potato chips. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I should do that. Yeah, well, you're see the problem, Lex. The problem is you're, you're being uh, too good to your son. Is that yeah, what's happening? 
it's that's what's happening. Yeah, right? you wrap them up in a towel or something. Go to <laughs> go to Dollar General and yep. get get like the worst diaper. You know what I mean? Get like the most scratchy. Yeah. Okay. That's, All right. I mean, I don't mean to put the blame on you, but it, it's kind of your fault. Also, you're, do, you're doing too much. <laughs> Ugly. You got no characters allowed. Yeah, right. Get, that's right, Holly. Get ugly. ugly underwear. Yeah, you can't have Mario and Luigi or Yoshi. Oh. No, well, he's on the Spider Man. You know, he's yeah. got Spidey, so he's all oh, about it. The hell you think he's gonna do, Lex? I, I would, know. I uh, I would pee in my pants if I had Spider Man diapers. <laughs> Yeah, no PJ masks. I mean, they diapers. smell good. Even I mean, look what's Girl. in there. But you know, it's a you know. Uh, okay, yeah, I I like the plan here, friends. Yeah, get ugly, scratchy, uncomfortable diapers. Because I'm not joking. If I had Knott's Landing diapers, uh. I would never leave this room during the show. <laughs> <laughs> I would never ever have to leave this room <laughs> if I had Knott's Landing diapers. Oh my gosh, yes. With Abby on my butt, oh. that'd be fantastic. All right. Ditch Dater. Yeah, parents help. We solve that anything. problem. Thank yeah. you. Ditch Dater Dabble. Man. Hey, friends, grab your family or friends and travel back in time for an old fashioned 1940s Christmas. It's a Wonderful Life. A live radio play touches down once again at St. Saint Paul St. Saint Paul Hotel in the Promenade Ballroom. Performances are December 8th through the 23rd. And of course, this is the playwright Joe Landry's acclaimed take on the classic 1946. Frank Capra film, It's a Wonderful Life, and it's celebrating its 17th season at the St. Paul Hotel. What can you expect? Of course, it has your favorite Christmas carols, a delicious holiday meal, a three-course meal, whether it's lunch or dinner, and of course, the story of George Bailey and It's a Wonderful Life, all done as an old-time radio show. But the show sells out. Book your tickets now. Hotel.com. It's one of the top 10 picks of the holiday in a holiday best bet. St. Paul Hotel.com.